couch guest today. Yeah? Yep, it's um, Chuck's uh, spiritual guru. That's right. <laughs> Chuck's best friend, Chuck's naming convention, Mr. Brian Lark. Brian Hello. Lark. Hello. Hey, yeah. welcome. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, happy we're excited. Happy to be here with Chuck. Yes. We're producer very excited Chuck, to have you, sir, Chuck. He's, he's coming for me now. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Okay, I'll pet you, bud. I'll oh, pet you. Yeah, he's oh. very excited. He's very excited. Oh, boy. He usually doesn't he is care in about rare form. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> yeah, so actually, Brian, um, he is in rare form. Last week, when we were recording with Caitlin Shea, Chuck had a medical emergency. Oh, no. He literally had what is called a focal seizure. During the podcast? After. Right after we Yeah, finished. at the post-podcast party. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> we were sitting on the couch, and <laughs> Caitlin was like, oh, Chuck, are you cold? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I looked over, and his head was shaking. Chucky. And not the rest of his body, and it scared the crap out of me. Of course. Yeah, but I, I sent video to my uh, vet techs in my life, and they do. <laughs> Lucky you have them. <laughs> I know, right? She's got a whole group chat yeah, vet I techs. Do. I'm like, are you available? I have an emergency. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's he's doing just he's fine. He's back with Everything us. Everything's okay, though? Yeah. He's yep. a beautiful boy. He's back in the stud, back in the stud. Charles Henry Charles Henry O'Reilly. The King Charles. <laughs> yeah, so when I first got Chuck... Brendan, me, and Brian were at Mr. Travis Pelto's housewarming party. Okay. Mm -hmm. And everyone met Chuck that night, and he was quite the social butterfly. He was. Yeah. And uh, me and Brian decided he needed a full, he needed a full, a full name. name. Yeah. King Charles Henry. Yeah. That's and you. he also went straight through the screen door at that housewarming party. <laughs> <laughs> Making a scene. Chucky. He really Chuck. did. It was funny because like Logan had friends on one side of the party and then on the other side he was uh, side of the party was all of us improvisers. Mm -hmm. Chuck was totally hanging out Never with the popular the twain kids. Shall meet, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, I like I the name Henry though. It. It's a good one. It is. I feel it's like a lot of babies right now are being named. A lot Henry, of baby yeah. Henrys. A lot of baby Henrys. A, a lot of old, old people names are like back huge i have two kids charlotte and theo okay and there's a lot of in the, amongst their buddies there's a lot of people uh, obviously now are shooting for unique names or old names so there's not a ton of overlap which is amazing well, yeah people old names are, are unique now the same names yeah. but there's a lot of there's a lot of uniqueness out there yeah yeah there's a kid in my son's class named bear Bear? Just bear, straight up bear, like B E A R. Like B E A R. Wow, That's dope. I've heard oh. of that actually. Bear. Casey that Wilson. This is weird. I think Casey Wilson. You know Casey Wilson yes, from SNL. Her son's name is Henry, and then she switched it to Bear. To bear. And she had like an announcement at a party, and then uh, June Diane Raphael was like, <laughs> "What the hell?" And then, and then Casey was watching like a show, and then someone's name was Henry. She's like, "That's a great name." She's like, "That's my son's name." And then she's like, "I think I'm gonna switch it back to Henry." There's yeah. a bear on uh, MTV's Real World Road Rules Challenge, <laughs> which is wow, just called the like challenge a, now. Oh, okay. yeah. just the challenge. His name's Bear, and he's British, and he is, is he quite big, the character. Dude? No, he's uh. a skinny little guy, but he's. He is a boisterous human being, let me tell you. He's bare in personality, but oh, not yeah. body. Oh, yeah. He's always messing with stuff. But yeah, I don't bear know is about, a very interesting yeah, name. Bear is a very interesting name. That's a very nice Very interesting. Way to, there's a lot out there. I don't think I would name my child Bear. Well, we'll see. What Maybe a do? dog. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what you're going to fit? You'll see their little face. Maybe it'll be a you're bear. Like, yeah, of course oh you're, a you're a bear. Oh, my God. You're a little cub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love your children. More They're, than anything I do too. in the world. Oh my God, I do too. How old are yeah. your children? I have a three-year-old boy and my daughter's about to be six. Ooh. Three days from now. Yeah. Those are funny. It's wild. It's yes. super fun. They're all, they've all been pretty fun. Three is not my favorite though. I'll tell you that. 
they no. my my both of my children are experiencing some attitude changes. Okay, at, at three. three, yeah, yeah. And that's when you you have to teach them to pee and poop in the right way, and it's uh, very difficult, at least for us. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard for me still at thirty. I know so. it ha- it's a I'm big adjustment. Me. It's a big. It's still. Yeah. It's just take your time, Maggie. Okay. Yeah, you'll get but there. But I might you'll need help. <laughs> <laughs> I have tips. I'll give them to you. Good, afterward. good, good. Write me notes, please. <laughs> I can finally tell my mom I can check that off. <laughs> I'm gonna sip Lacroix for a moment. You can do whatever. Do you want, want a sponsorship? Yes, um, Lacroix. This is us, Brendan and Maggie. Yeah, we'll take whatever I'm, we can get. I'm sipping please. a new limoncello flavor that was gifted to me. Limoncello. Yeah, it's like an Italian liqueur, I guess. Okay. It kind of tastes like that, and I want to put the liquor into it. Yeah. Have a little day game. It's yummy. Yeah, that sounds I'm great. I'm into that. Try it. Uh, okay. What have you guys been up to the last week? Oh, my. Ooh. That is interesting. See, Maggie just tried the limoncello. Wow, I did. I tried his exact can, and yeah. it is intense. <laughs> it's intense. It's an intense I was not vanilla lemony Limoncello. Limoncello is very just water See. with like an aftertaste of whatever the flavor yeah. is. That bust you right it, in the it, chaps it does yeah. it, like an italian bar fight <laughs> <laughs> the italian bar fight just broke out in my mouth in your mouth i love it uh well but yeah you, the last Brandon, week i've just question. been i mean we him. can talk about limoncello we don't have to let's get let's move on let's no no, no. On. we've given them enough of our time that's right free publicity this is our time now. <laughs> yeah have you guys been up to anything interesting the last couple of weeks it's our it's the first full week of 2020 it's 2020 yes um well, I, I said this in my niche quiche for our first episode that we posted, that we recorded post-recording. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my family started a, a weight loss competition. Awesome. And so there's like 22 of us in that, and I've been figuring out the bracket all week. So and did that start on the 1st? Started on the 6th. It started okay. this Monday. Gotcha. Because that was like the first full Back week of work. the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of us in that, and that's been going fun i think we're all gonna owe this week (laughs) (laughs) also there's money down oh yeah everyone paid 20 bucks to get in and then it was like a dollar if you gain weight throughout that week so the the pot will only grow and grow that's amazing yeah that's good incentive. Oh yeah, yeah right? except for Keep all of us are real. Owe. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't want to be part with my dollar bill. I'm going to lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah. Well, well, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. and I've I been feel like just... it's a good time to be doing those kinds of things. Yeah. I don't really ever get into the New Year's resolution thing because then I just like disappoint myself. Like last year, I was going to make my bed every day, and I did that like twice. <laughs> <laughs> But Choose this year, I was like, I'll maybe be like dry for all of January, but then I had a cocktail yeah. on Wednesday. So That's that, real yeah. that got messed up too. How yeah. do you guys feel about those dry months and like the no shaves and all those things? Do you do any of those? No, I don't. I feel like, for me personally, I just I just feel the same way. I, I don't think I would follow through. Yeah, just De- deprivation in that way just doesn't work for me. I just no. I just I just crave it. I crave what I am depriving myself yeah of. right yeah i don't like making the things forbidden a chore. fruit you know yeah exactly i think if it happens it yeah. happens otherwise why yeah. am i making any declaration of anything right, right, right. exactly yeah i'm terrible like i drank that. so much in december so that's why i was like i could totally go a whole month without drinking yeah. but then i had a bad day and i had to drive all the way out to novi after work for my Oof. brother's birthday and i was like Oof. i want to drink yeah 
Yeah. Novi makes you drink. Novi is Novi the does worst. make you drink. I work in Novi. It takes forever to get anywhere in Novi because there's only like one lane. Yeah. And everyone doesn't give a shit about anybody else there. No. And everything's a hill and it's just like we get it. We okay? get it. You're we Novi. Get it. We get Wadida. it. <laughs> We're losing our crate and barrel to Novi, guys. Really? The Somerset crate and barrel is closing this week. Oh my god. And it's and going it's to, Novi? to Novi. So to it's like a, twelve oaks. The culture war has begun. Oh, well let me no. know if you need anything. Yeah. I'll pick it up the on battle the wheel <laughs> <laughs> the battle lines are drawn. I will. I will. Megan, can you stop and create barrel? We need a dish. <laughs> yes. No, I'm with How you. How dare you? Uh, yeah. I uh, Speaking of drinking a shit ton, on Friday, me and a, a couple of my co- girl cousins, we all like randomly were all available and got together and my cousin Nora is a wine rep so she always has like a ton of wine that's a good cousin to have oh mm-hmm. my god it was a great cousin to have except for we all went over there and the deal was like you bring something and then we'll like drink a bunch of wine and whatnot I drank so much wine it was the first time since I was like 19 that I got the spins wow yeah it was like super fucked up drinking a lot of wine. Oh yeah, oh, and I did. I went for that goal, and I achieved and then it. You had that horrible headache the next day. Yes, and I couldn't find any of my belongings. <laughs> <laughs> I could not. Find, and she lives in like a big, yeah, huge house in uh, like the Detroit Historical District or whatever that's called. And um, so yeah, I was like, I stayed in a guest bedroom, and then like came downstairs and was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna head home. And then I was like, where's all of my stuff? And I just kept going back up and down the <laughs> stairs to like try. And find my things. I found my shoes in a closet. Why would I put them there? Only the wine. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of wine. Do you like wine? I do. I'm a, I'm whiny. Yeah. 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 I'm more of a white wine or, or red kind of guy. I I well I was all I was very solidly red for a long time, and now I'm I'd go everywhere. Yeah. I had some You'll white. Do whatever. I had a Spanish white last night. Oh, nice. Alberino, I think it was called. Yeah. Never heard of it before. Me neither. It's yeah. good. I like I, wine. I like tequila. I love tequila. I don't drink beer very much. I like beer. I like tequila and whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, Those are I was good. a whiskey girl for quite some time. Yeah, I'm not a vodka. beer. I'm not a beer guy. We're not a beer household. If you bring fancy beer to my house, you will drink it the next time. Yeah, it'll be waiting for you. Will be, <laughs> I will have you, it on a coaster the next six times. If you want to leave nice. future you a gift, that's a good setup. Bring though. beer to my house. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll remember that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, the I'm last time I drank a ton of wine was like. In 2009, I remember because my nephew was born like the next day and I grew up in Livonia and we had the Livonia spree and then there's like a fireworks show at the end Mm -hmm. of it. And I was shit faced and I was so drunk that I was trying to find my friends like in the field to sit down. And I was so drunk that I thought that I was blocking everyone's view of the fireworks. So I was like crouching down and like trying to like sneakily find my way back. And then I had a horrible hangover, so I was like, I don't really see the allure. I'll, yeah. I don't need to do that again. There's nothing Three worse than a day. wine hangover. Yeah, they're rough. But the sweeter the wine is, the worse the hangover. I think I had like mm-hmm. some really sweet wine. Yeah. Oh. No thanks. Don't want it. No. Want Have it. you ever messed with like some real, real cheap sweet wine? Yeah. What's that one called? Moscato. Oh boy. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. mom's. That's my mom's drink. Yeah. yeah. Maybe all of our mom's drinks. Oh yeah, it tastes Moscato. like grape juice. Yeah. My mom has. She doesn't really drink that much. She'll have like a, uh, I forget what hers is called, but she doesn't drink that much. Yeah. She's a lightweight. All my aunts and uncles and my mom drink just cheap beer. Mm-hmm. Bush Light, Treat Miller yourself. Light, Come on. <laughs> Coors Light. Yeah. Wow. Straight into the cheap beers. But that's our culture, okay? So deal with it. <laughs> 
Have whatever you want to have. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. We salute you. All right. So should we dive into our first pillar Let's segment? Start. Oh my God. Let's All right. It. So the first one is called The Sprout. The Sprout. The Sprout. The Sprout. And that is uh, from childhood to around 18. Okay. Do you got any good stories you want to share? Yeah. Yeah, because this is a vulnerability, right? Yes, yes. this is vulnerability. It can be funny, it can be We're silly, serious. Well, when you when you framed it to me as you know sprout, the the first thing I could, I thought of was that I was I, I learned very young that I was not very athletic. Okay, I was very clumsy. I uh, my hand eye coordination not the best. Uh, I mean, it's a hard, hard road for a kid, for yeah. a little boy. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah. it's like, what else is there to what, do? Yeah, you're a kid. Just like, sports. I'm terrible at t-ball. I'm terrible at, at peewee soccer. Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? I guess there's really nothing <laughs> out there for you. Teams. It's Where the 80s. Exactly. It's the 80s. You need to you need to pick a sport. You need to you need to bond somehow. Because I, I, I think nerds, obviously have won in our culture at this point in the world like yeah they're having a moment yeah having a moment and it's just not even nerds it's just like i think parents now are more willing to embrace their kids individualities and encourage those sorts of things and we <laughs> not prepared for that in the 80s no I think. no 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 so i eventually came to swimming so okay. i was a, i was a swimmer i enjoyed swimming we had an above ground pool uh which nice. was great uh, and I just it, so I started doing it competitively, found my little niche. But the speedo, the speedo. <laughs> How did you feel? Is about where it? is where my head went? Childhood vulnerability. That, sure, that's, yeah, where, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. vulnerable. <laughs> that's where it took me. Just <laughs> what you have to put on, what little you have to put on your body, was, which is an absurd concept very, to face when you're <laughs> a child. Is it like for like what aerodynamics? Yeah, like yeah exactly. But you're not, yeah. I mean, at that point, you know. You need to like at, shave your body? No, I, well, I eventually did in high school, but when I first started, I did not. Okay. Um, you're just a little when kid. When did you start swimming? So it, it, I would have been. He's a six-year-old. <laughs> <shaving been>, exactly. <laughs> I got a win, mama. I, I was an win. Olympian at eight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no pain, no Spain. Um but so I started probably like fifth grade, I think. Okay. Uh, so this was like 1988 would have been fifth grade for me. And where do you do competitive swimming at that age? So I grew up in Dearborn and it was like, it started at like your local pool. You can join your local pools oh, okay. team. So mine was 10 Ike pool. It's a, I think it's like a Dutch name or something. I don't know why there's not a lot of Dutch people in Dearborn okay. as far as I know. <laughs> no, it's a big population. <laughs> uh, That's what it's known for. Right? It's what it's Dearborn. known for. It's Dutch, Dutch people. Uh, Dutch Dearborn. Dutch Dearborn. <laughs> so yeah, it was like fifth grade, I think I started swimming and then you like join clubs at other, that other pools have. And then, you know, my middle school had one, my junior high, it would have been at that point. Okay. So then I started doing that. And so I did that, you know, all the while wearing the tiniest bathing suit imaginable. Mm -hmm. I was a little pudgy. I wasn't very um, athletic, as I said. And I just like, I, I I didn't have very good eating habits. You know, I don't remember my family drinking water <laughs> in the 80s, like at all. Yeah. Yeah. Just nobody, it, a bottled water had not been invented yet. And nobody really drank water unless you were running around in the summer. I just... Right. Was not we weren't very health conscious. Did as the speedo a give you a complex? A little bit, it did. Especially as you went to high school, and then, so we, they would do te like team pictures for sports, but right. you're expected to stand there, yeah. in a speedo. Yeah, and I was not comfortable in myself. I was not 
I just was not speedo ready at, no. at any point. I'm I not today. I ruled that out these I've, days. I hope so. I hope so. You also had the option because they would have parkas. You would have team parkas like with your 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 you know high school logo or middle school logo. Right. So you could take a picture in your parka, which I did. But of course, it would be like open. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the speedo <laughs> peeking out. But so it, it caused a lot of. And I liked it. I'd be, I was a distant swimmer. I was very good at the 500, which is 20 laps of the pool. Okay. Okay. Um, so I was, a di- and not many people wanted to do that. And I was like, shit, I'll yeah, I that. can hang in this. Cause I wasn't super, I wasn't a great at sprinting, uh, but I was, a, I was good at distance. I could stick with it. Yeah. And my team was very terrible. So you know, I'll give you a little Dearborn backstory Please. if you need it. So dear, my, I went to Edsel Ford high school. Dearborn was oh. like Dearborn high school was like state ranked in swimming, so we okay. were just kind of like we were the we were the team that the movie would be about. Like they're okay. the rich. You kids. guys are the underdogs. We're the underdogs. Gotcha. Yes, okay. exactly. Paint it that way. Yes. Yeah, so we didn't win very much. It's gonna be a montage. It's gonna be a montage. <laughs> there, this is gonna be a visual <laughs> yeah. montage on our podcast. And so our coach was a very. I'm speaking of high school now, but our coach was very uh, angry. I think he was. He worked at the airport. And he kind of smelled like oil a lot of the time. So I don't know if he actually was. I really like that detail. I don't, Me too. I don't I know, know it's important. Guy. I don't I can't I can't say now if he was an airplane mechanic or if I just made that up in my head because I knew he worked at the airport and he always like I don't know what cologne this dude wore, but if I airport. smell it, airport. It just, it's just airport. Yeah. But at to this day, if I smell it, I'm like, what? It takes yeah. you to a place. It takes you to a place. A it, bad place? A ba- well, so so this is the this is the story this is the story of my the end of my swimming career which is where vulnerability took me so um it this would have been 1993 it's painting a picture i was a junior in high school good year for me good year for you were you born in 1993 yes i was congratulations uh-huh i was kicking it at five kicking it at five uh so i was you know, very quiet. I didn't speak to very many people at all. A uh, very shy kid. Um, my best friend and I, we saw every movie that came out every week for from the from like 1989 until about like 1994, 95. I had saw every movie in the theater that came out. That's cool. It was. I've seen a lot of bad shit, but it's in here. You know, it's in the mind. <laughs> but so 93 comes to mind specifically because that was when I stopped swimming because my grandma passed away, and it was the first death that i experienced okay uh so it was my dad's mom and we were very close and how old were you i was so i would have been six, 16 oh, okay yep. 16 i just turned 16 she died in december 93 so i turned 16 in october 93 okay. um and she so she and i were pretty close like she my sisters was a tomboy and i obviously was not an an athlete i liked movies uh you know i was like fifth grade my favorite movie was bonnie and clyde Wow. Nice. Okay. Nice. So one with Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway, Warren Beatty. It blew my mind. Uh, So I was was a strange cinema kid. Um, I like that for you. But my sister was a tomboy, so she was always very athletic. And so my grandma, I bonded with my grandma. She taught me how to cook. She was not, I will say, not a great cook. But she taught me the basics. Okay. Uh, She she made a lot of bland food where, you know, there's sort of German, Irish, British... Uh, not not a ton of seasoning no in no, those no. cuisines salt and butter salt and butter my yeah. yes they would like a snack in their house would be like put butter on a saltine cracker yeah i'm pretty sure that is irish depression irish is food <laughs> okay. yeah exactly <laughs> but she taught me how to cook and we bonded and it was great she also carried um i was very into gi joe 
and she carried around like an index card in her bag of what characters I had, what action figures I had. That is the and would scratch would so just sweet. buy them for me if she found she them. She sounds like a lovely lady. She was awesome. Aww. Loretta Loretta was great to me. Other great. other people had problems with Loretta. Loretta. Loretta was very stern to a lot of other people, including my mother. But, yeah. but, but you guys had an understanding. We had, yeah, we were good. I love right, that. I. I love that too. But she passed in '93, and I remember. <laughs> so this is since I told you about going to the movies every week because of this anecdote. Okay. My grandma died the week Sister Act Two came out at the theater. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> because I didn't see Sister Act Two in the theater. Because and, and that's how I marked okay. time at that point, like yeah. what I saw in the theater. And so I missed Sister Act 2 for a good reason. My grandma yeah, right. passed away. But it's also like I didn't see Sister Act 2 in the theater. You know? Oh, no. I eventually did see Sister Act 2. It's great. It's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. Lauren Hill. God. It's wonderful. But that's how but that was part of it. And so my grandma passed away on a Saturday. Didn't get to go to Sister Act 2 that night. And then we had the funeral, did all that stuff. And then so I was swimming, like practice. It, w- it was active season at that point. And I had taken, I think the funeral was Tuesday or Wednesday. So at that point, I had taken three days off of practice. And my coach called us and decided that was enough that I should come back to swimming. Okay. That three days, three days of mourning yeah. <laughs> was enough. Uh, and at that point, I, 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 it was not for me. Yeah. It was, it was and, pretty. And you're a swim coach. You're so a child you to, and you're a swim right. coach. Why are you making this decision? Right. So are you guys going to the Olympics? He I was kind of, so. no, we were not. We're the underdogs. Yeah. We are the bad, we're, we're the bad Let kids. Let me just be we're the bad mediocre. Kids. But I, he wanted me to come back and he thought I should come back and I did not. So I quit. And I remember, uh, he was a strange dude. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know his story. I don't know. He's he's off some. I don't even know if he's still alive at this point. I, I don't. Well, know. he's here today. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no, no, no! Airport. I can smell it from the other room. That's what it was. Um, but I just remember, like, so it seems very dramatic in retrospect. But like, I had my dad. Like, I wrote him a letter. I don't remember what Ooh, this letter really? contained. But like, I wrote him a letter, and we put my parka in a bag because they were school property. Wow. And my dad drove it to his house and I never heard from him again. And I never like, we never got like a, Hey, great. Got it. Like it just, he just kind of disappeared. Like that was closed. And I remember then, so that was when I stopped swimming competitively. And I remember he, I heard from one of my friends that was still on the team that he, he started using me as an example because he was probably verbally abusive as a lot of coaches are right. or would have been Especially in the, the early 90s, 80s and 90s. 90s. Yeah. yeah. And he just was like, because I remember specifically, I remember I would, this phrase will live with me forever. But he I was, you know, I was swimming. We two practices a day, but I was still kind of pudgy. And it was like. I was, you know, eating Hostess mini muffin bags at five in the morning. You know, yeah, it's not, it's a, yeah, you yeah. know, it really sets your body up for no, success. <laughs> and uh, so I wasn't paying attention to the other side of health. You know, I was, yeah. I was swimming a lot, but I was eating terrible things, Wendy's especially. And uh, I remember him using me as an example during practice. He said the phrase. He was shaming other dudes for going slow, and he said the phrase, "At least Lark has some muscle under that fat." <gasps> what a dude! Whoa, that's fucked up. Yeah, 
<laughs> so imagine so imagine me then you know putting the speedo on for pictures after after hearing that you know yeah yeah that shit's fucked up yeah it's it's it a mess. you also do the thing where your hair would turn white my hair like would turn dead looking yes my hair would turn green Ugh, yeah, yeah it was not a good look it was the not a good at my look. school did that and some of them hated it and some yeah. of them like embraced it and loved yeah. it and it's like you look like shit dude. you look like shit and i yeah. did do i never shaved my arms but i i did shave my legs during the season uh, but imagine how fast you could have gone if you would have shaved your arms i know dude at this point and i shave well and also i just remember this i tried to shave my own head once and it went really terribly <laughs> so we had to have uh, a girl two doors down finish it for me who knew how to cut hair <laughs> but um i just remember that but so yeah so then he after i quit the the coach he um was using me again as a as a positive example so i guess he respected that i quit because he he said like it was a thing like well you don't want to be here if you don't want to be here quit like lark did at least he had the he had the balls to leave and it was, he just like picked like, and chose exactly however just he wanted to just use manipulation you. exactly like you. i think no, so it's not, it i think also i was sounds a good... like he had some guilt for how he acted during that situation well maybe sounds like he, I mean, he earned it, it he earned it he missed me i guess yeah but yeah, I never ran across him again. I never yeah. swam competitively. I'm having a feeling right now that I need to get back to the water. Yeah. We'll talk more about my adult vulnerability later. Okay. But yeah. uh, but this year has been really difficult and transitional. And <laughs> and I had kind of a moment during, I saw the uh, uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood, the Mr. Rogers. Oh my God. How was that? Motion picture. Yeah. I had a very cathartic experience with it. I don't know if everybody would like it. It's not really about Mr. Rogers. It's about um, a very sad journalist and Mr. Rogers is a supporting character and it's about using the Mr. Rogers way of life to enhance your own life, I guess. But I say this because Mr. Rogers swam every day and they showed Mr. Rogers swimming some laps and I was like, I got to get back to the pool. I know. I got to reconnect with myself. So I love wait, swimming. Is, is that the... What was the documentary one more so? That was Won't You Be My Neighbor. It's very confusing, similar names. That okay. was a couple of years similar ago. Time. Because also, I saw that, and that was obviously more yeah. so about him. Yes, and I sobbed the Oh, whole my time. God. I, yeah. I had so many moments through that yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was very good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I had a really weird dream. This is so random. As a child, that my parents <laughs> invited King Friday over for dinner. Oh. <laughs> It was a nightmare, actually, though, because he sat across from me at the dinner table and he was playing footsies with me, even though he's a puppet. <laughs> even though he did not have feet. And I'm a child having this dream. And then in my dream, I went up, I excused myself and went to my bedroom. And then he followed me into my bedroom and dragged me under my bed. And Ooh, that's when I woke Jesus. up. Oh and I was God. like, and I've never forgotten that what dream. What a terrifying <laughs> sexual awakening. So yeah, trigger warning, Mr. King Friday. King Friday. For a little bit. That's, that's very... He's, touchy yeah. subjects yeah we're gonna find out some things later on about king friday <laughs> but sorry i just had to share that hey it had, that's that's what him. it's about so that's you never did any wants. more competitive i didn't do swimming. any more competitive competitive swimming after that i didn't you know want to do it in college i didn't want to be an olympian yeah I well, that's hard that. you have I to like, at that go level. to re or rehearsal you have to go to practice like super early in the morning yeah it was oh, like yeah. i had to get up we had to be there at 5 40 school started at 7 40 we had to be in the pool swimming at 5 40 yeah. Um, and we did it. We worked very hard to be terrible at swimming. Yeah. And to be <laughs> to be verbally be and psychologically abused. abused. I have yeah. certain songs because you can. I mean, when you're swimming, you can barely hear what's going on in the real world. But the captains of the team would get to pick the music that they played. And so I have <laughs> I have real problems with the bands Rush and Damn Yankees. 
which was a Ted Nugent band in the early 90s. I was like, that's a musical. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's a weird show. It was player. also, I would rather have listened to the musical Damn Yankees than the band Damn Yankees. Yeah. And it was just very dude rock, very white dude rock. And oh, it just yeah. like rush, like that. Ugh, it's just, I know, I know there's people who are listening who probably love Rush, but I just have, I just had such a bad experience. I've never given them the time of day. I know one person who likes Rush. We, yeah, we probably think the same person. I'll let him know ahead of time. There's a trigger warning in uh, this episode. Trigger warning if you like Rush. <laughs> Brian like is not on board. But yeah, I, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. We just listened to a lot of dude rock. And at that point, this was early 90s. Like, I didn't care much for Nirvana. Like I would, I was listening to Mary J. Blige's first record. Okay. Like that was As me. you should have been. Thank you. I think history's on my side yes. at this point. Yes. Um, no offense to Nirvana. I, they're great. They were I, fine. I, they I, were good. They're they great. But taught I taught us a lot of things. But Mary, I would Mary. rather listen to what's the four one one. Personally. No, I see you as Mary Mary. Instead Thank you. Of Nirvana. I, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, it, but that was it. That was it for me. That was it for my <laughs> for yeah. my athletic career. Yeah, well, that sounds uh, similar to what your drama teacher did to you. Yeah, I feel like everyone's yeah. got like some sort of story where like you're just not meshing with an adult, yeah. and it's super weird for an adult to be right. acting like that towards a child. And you just it's you're on a path, and they say something to you, and it stops you. Yeah, it's it's like a power dynamic where people don't even. And also, the fucked up thing is sometimes people think that they're doing you a favor right. by right. being that way. Correct, and it's like no. You're ruining an right. aspect of yeah, my life. Yeah, because you're a small child you're and you're child. like, you're so formidable at that time. And it's like, you could go either way. And it depends on the guidance that you get from adults. Right. right. Yeah. Right. We or a lot of it has to do with that. Just yesterday, me and my um, cousins, because I went to high school with a couple of my cousins and my cousin Tommy and I were actually in the same grade. And so last night we were all hanging out and we were talking about some of the teachers we had and I had this one teacher who I'm not going to say his name, but he was such an ass and he was our, um, actually like economics teacher or something, some class that you wouldn't even be excited to go to if you tried. And I got there and he was like hated everybody one time he made me go sit down this hall i'm 16 years old so i'm not like a child child anymore he made me go sit down this hall that like connected into our auditorium and as you go down the hall it gets lower and lower and lower so i felt like i was like alice in like wonderland down this hallway (laughs) and i was just like i still will always remember hating anything to do with economics because he like embarrassed me by making me go sit down that hallway like fuck that so you're like messing around and he's like get up and leave the classroom do you want to seriously know what it was me and shane were sharing a package of mini muffins and that made him mad holy shit did shane have to go into another hallway no no nope only me he hated me and and that's the other thing there were teachers who just like pegged you you know and that guy hated but also i think sometimes teachers would make the assumption like you seem like you're pretty confident so i think you could probably take me making an example of you in front of everybody else and then we're gonna it might have destroyed someone else yeah but also i'm a human being and don't you know what i had to go sit down that little hallway that's crazy i am actually just remembering uh, my choir teacher was a very nice man, but he would sometimes snap, and then I was a lot of the times be on the receiving end of it because I think he knew that I could handle it and whatever. Because a lot of the other people in that class were pretty meek, and so he like did all these like different like hand gestures and stuff when he conducted us, and then he was like clapping at somebody, and then my friend who was singing behind me like 
clapped over my shoulder. So then I like clapped back at her. And then he threw his music stand. We were in the auditorium, like rehearsing for a concert that was that night. (laughs) He threw the music stand and then like screamed at me. And I think I had to leave. And then, but I was just like, the whole time I was like, this isn't about me, but I'm going to go like, (laughs) I'm going to go while he figures this out. Yeah, you can uh, air that out. And then he apologized to me later, but I was like, yeah, this is not very fun to be on that receiving end and everyone watching me get shredded to pieces yeah having being a parent at this point it's got to be difficult to deal with a lot of kids i I don't want to excuse what our teachers and coaches have done to us right but (laughs) but it's very difficult and sometimes you do snap in a way that yeah yeah, but it's like you have to learn to use your energy you can't take that shit out on random kids no especially over a mini muffin over a mini muffin (laughs) like if i was doing we've got quite a motif happening already mini muffins have connected us and i've never been able to eat a mini muffin since he's ruined so good poppy seed i can't do it anymore Anything <laughs> below a normal size muffin is out mm-hmm. of my repertoire. Well, we all muffins. survived. We're all better. Well, here for we it. are. We're here. Mm. We're talking about vulnerable stuff. I know. I know. All right. So yeah, you had that that mean airport working <laughs> coach. Uh-huh. Yes. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love that detail. Mm-hmm. Just thinking yeah. about a man just like throwing luggage. I know. And, like, yelling. And he also... might have been a luggage hand. Like I need to go back and, and do my do some research because you're a fan of Bravo, right? I am. Yes. Did you watch Southern Charm? The uh, answer is probably yes. It, there was like wait three oh if there's them. a spinoff we've we're only, only we are a, we are a OG Charleston. Southern Charm. Okay. That's a house. great one. There was another one. Uh, I forget where it was. But there was a storyline. There was this one girl, and she like acted like she was a jet setter, and she was like the best person in the cast. <laughs> she was so interesting and hilarious. But then there was, so she's like, yeah, I, like I work for Delta, and I can like fly and blah blah blah. So she was always traveling. But then it came out that she was a luggage handler, <laughs> <laughs> and that was like a storyline for the season. And people were mad that she wasn't telling them that she was a luggage handler, and she was kind of like, I don't see why this is super important. <laughs> but like also she kept that piece of information yeah, away right. from everybody that's but important. i was like that's a key piece this is kind of fucking hilarious <laughs> that we're all talking about how she's yes. a luggage handler so then like like in the last like few episodes they like showed her like throwing luggage <laughs> <laughs> oh that they were sitting on that footage that's oh, the well i think that the gold. producers are like we have to, we have to get some footage now. now of you sorry it's like super early in the morning throw some of that luggage around oh ashley yeah so and i, I never... bet it wasn't even a shift of hers no. at that point they just made her go to the local airport and film like, that yeah you're trying to keep this from us nice try we're gonna so this you... is what i married into bravo like i was very anti-bravo Really? Then, yes. I can I, understand. That. And then I then it just it proximity made me fall in love with it. Yeah. And especially at this point, Vanderpump Rules and Below Deck are my yeah. are my top two. Yeah. Now have you seen all of the pumps? All the Vanderpumps? I've, I've seen all the pumps now. So you okay. watched the premiere last week? We did, yes. I and I those garbage dummies, I love them so much. The, when I mean, this is a different podcast where we could talk about this. No, no, no. no this no, is we, this podcast. This we talked about well, this. Is, this, <laughs> this podcast. is it. Yeah, we're, we're here right love, now. But just like, just that that dude, that new dude saying that Sheena was a bad kisser. Max. Like, yeah. No, the other one. Brett. Maybe. I think but Max I, was the one that was saying that she was a bad kisser. I don't remember which and one then, it was. Yeah, but okay. but but my house erupted as if it was Showtime at the Apollo when 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 it was revealed <laughs> that Sheena was a bad kisser. Did we went like, are you it was just Chris and I, and we just she looks like we just she's went a horrible nuts. kisser. She's the she is consistently the worst to me in a, in a show a full person. of the worst people. Yeah, she's just full of shit. The other people, at least, 
come by it naturally, but I think she, she's got a wall she up. She sucks. And she's like, everyone knows a person <laughs> like her where they are like, I'm pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. Let me tell you what the deal is. Cause she's like, all right, I'm divorced. Like th- yeah. that doesn't, ju- that doesn't depend on who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're so boring, dude. Just well, be she quiet. She tries to mask her insecurities with false, like confidence. And we you all know? Can see Whereas totally the rest it. of the people, they're just they don't falsely care confident <laughs> that they have any insecurities. No, they're just, just like go for it. forward yeah. thinking people. Mm-hmm. You I know? Love but it. they're also trying to pretend that they're really with it. Oh, and yeah. They're not. Like Jax is a fucking mess and he tries to act Jax like Taylor's getting me. Jax Taylor's of... getting married. He said that like eight times this week. Yeah. It's me. It's Jax Taylor's getting married. Jax is like manic. Yeah. yeah. He's got problems. They don't He's got problems. Well, got problems. I don't, I haven't watched it live on cable ever. Okay. I watched it on Hulu. I became a Bravo babe. <laughs> you became a Bravo <laughs> About, babe. So you're catching up. last year. Yeah. Wonderful. Have you yeah, watched yeah. Below Deck? No. So Below Deck, I'm spreading the gospel of Below Deck. I think Below Deck is one of the foremost uh, illustrations of class and white okay. privilege that we currently and have. And like uh, <laughs> sexism and like yep. all this all other shit. It's real. Yeah. So Steven Soderbergh is one of my favorite directors. He is obsessed with Below Deck, okay. which I was happy to find out about. And we, Maggie and I have bonded many times over his classic work, Aaron Brockovich. I will never be the same. We'll never be the same. No, I'm that a, movie was fundamental well, in my upbringing. I, know. I love that movie. I love it, but I love him very much. And to find out that he is a is a below deck super fan. That's awesome. It's meant really the world good. to me. And this season's nuts with Ashton and like mm-hmm. the boys club Smashed that they have going on. Yeah. And they think that the narrative is going one direction. It's oh, like, yeah. nope, no. everyone's really mad. The dudes at on you that know? especially are are uh, have blind spots yeah, about they like have like a hive mind thing going uh-huh. on where they're like I'll have to look yeah. up below deck it's very juicy and you okay. will you will learn a lot about yachting a lot about which is a market I've been trying to get into I know and you will find out that rich people are anchor drama anchor drama Ooh. can they can they park the boat I, so much I, anchor drama that's um, funny yeah so that's great we, I don't remember what I was going to say about well, it. Well, maybe we should go to the now next segment. Segue. Let's do it. All right. So the next segment is called our seedling. 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 The, the seedling. seedling. And uh, that's from around 18 to 25. Yeah. It's just amazing at this point. I've been doing a lot of, even before this podcast, you guys, like, it's a lot of reflection. You yeah. know, it's, it's been a quite a year of reflection. So this year, so you said 18 to 25. So I, I graduated college in 99 and then so the nines have been very big for you big for me like 99 2009 2019 have been very huge transitional traumatic years the middle one was good because that's when krista and i met and we've been together for 10 years now so that was 2009 before i met her was a fucking mess but the rest of 2009 was aces Nice. <laughs> so the end of every decade, the end, I, I have, and, it, and, and, and I didn't even until this year. Someone pointed it out to me, like, "Oh, you have you have problems with moving to a new decade," and I was like, uh, "Yeah, I guess I do." Yeah, Krista broke. I, guess, I think that's pretty universal. But she well. broke. It's pretty universal. Yeah, and I graduated in '99 from college, and I moved to LA very on a on a spur of a whim of a whisper of a moment like in just, the late 90s in 1999 yeah okay. right after i graduated like my two of my friends were going out there and they had studied to be screenwriters and they had jobs out there and i decided to go with them and I, overnight essentially and tore my family apart oh, uh, no. but it was um it was a learning experience i was there almost a year i um did not it was a very so my friend 
uh, I'm, we're not naming names. Uh, maybe we are, but it's but it was very it was a very strange. I didn't know. I mean, I was very friendly with the people I moved out there with, but we weren't really that close. And my friend that I lived with came from more money than I did, and I I got quickly into a situation I couldn't afford rent. Essentially, I didn't have a lot of money. My parents right. were helping me out, but like I got into an apartment in West LA that I couldn't afford, and it yeah, was setting sense. myself up for failure. And um, but yeah, it was a it was a strange year for me. I I it was kind of thing. I was in LA and I spent a lot of time alone. Uh, and it was it was I loved I part of me loved it, but I also like didn't really make any friends or I didn't right. date anybody. And I was just like sort of this solitary, uh, you know, sort of indie movie drifting in Los Angeles. Wow, what a vulnerable first half of that person's episode. That was insane. But wait until you hear the second half. You're going to blow your mind. Stay tuned.